Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Gilberto Silva podcast show. It's great to, to be back and talk about football again, as usual. It's always something interesting to talk about. Once again, I'm going to talk about Arsenal's weekend game against Manchester City and some of interested topics. I'll invite again my friend Tim Chase. How are you, my friend? Hey, Captain. How are you? Very good. Very good. Great to have you. Oh, it's always good. And um, how was the weekend? It was all right, mate. I, I was 40 on Wednesday. Uh, and then I was sick Wednesday. And we were planned to go out on Saturday night. And I was sick Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So yeah. it was um, to kind of summarise my feeling about turning 40. How was your weekend, mate? Oh, good. Oh, good. Surrounded the family. You know, Sunday is like... Uh, Stay home, have the cinema at home. You know, nice. Plenty of movies, nice food, and the family, everyone at home. Nice. Recovery from Saturday, night out with family and friends, you know, just enjoy the weekend, but uh, very good. So what's a, what's a night out with Gilberto, so the family, Gilberto, <laughs> the family silver? What did you uh, do? Very interesting. Uh, you know, something I always like to do, is uh, going out with friends and family to uh, a nice place like a bar, restaurant, and yep. there's like a sports court there. But I didn't okay. play sports. I was just surrounded with friends, you know, talking, have a nice conversation, and uh, not drinks this time. But uh, I love. That's I, I, I you love your caprinias. I, no, I left the drinks to my friend this time. <laughs> uh, I behaved. Not kind No worries. Um, so how's your knee? The knee is getting better. Every day is getting better. Day by day, now one step further. Hope soon I'll be able to do some challenge again. Through Challenge Channel, I'm really missing it. And um, hope this um, new version of my knee Yep. <laughs> I can, Wait. I can, uh, you know, uh, become stronger, stronger with my knee first, and uh, with new ideas for for the true challenge um, with some friends. I'll invite uh, my son as well to join me. This time. Yeah. Well, we have a challenge coming up with Roberto Carlos this weekend. So the free kick. The free, it's the free kick challenge, the banana shot free kick. So I've called all my neighbours and told them that I'm going to be taking part in a Roberto Carlos challenge and I need to put protection over all their windows and greenhouses because there's not a chance I'm going to hit it with that, that curve on it. I don't know if I can make it. Maybe <laughs> I, can, I can find a, um, a, technolo a technology to, to, to put inside the ball and make uh, remote control. Might yeah. work. There you go. We'll get Gilberto Jr. to do it. It'll be better. <laughs> He's got young needs. to make just to avoid any, any, any other problem. Uh, but, so you, uh, imagine calling yeah. up your surgeon going, hello, yeah, I've got a problem with my knee. How did you do it? I was trying to copy Roberto Carlos' free kick. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's not a good idea. <laughs> nice. great, my friend. What are we talking oh. about this week? Arsenal? Yeah, we have, um, again, Arsenal. Uh, 
against uh, City at the last weekend. And the result was not the best for Arsenal. And um, it's always hard, you know, to talk about when Arsenal lose, especially as we see many other people talk again, Arsenal, did you mean uh, one of the, the bigger clubs away from home? It's quite tough to yeah. hear this kind of thing. But the fact for me is, is that um, City played a very good game. And um, especially in the first half, you know, they, they got a lot of opposition. They are a good team. We have to rem remember this. And despite the fact they are not in the top of the table, but um, they still are a good team. They got a top manager. And they have to come back from the last few results, you know, from, from the beginning of the season, as they didn't have the, you know, some results as they, you know, everyone expect them to do, win, win the, the first few games. They didn't have that. And uh, Arsenal, of course, you know, as an, another opponent, uh, is a new opportunity for them to get the points and to win the three points. And um, unfortunately for Arsenal, it didn't work out. Despite the fact they had uh, some good chance to equalize the game after they conceded the goal. Yeah, well, I think the first half they were kind of outplayed a little bit. And I think, I don't know if it was nerves after the international break, maybe a little bit, um, because I think they were getting caught out quite a lot trying to play out from the back. Now, that's why most of the teams now play, and obviously the way Arteta's getting them to play. And that was what was getting them into trouble a little bit. And they just looked really nervous on the ball. Um, but the second half was much more competitive, I thought. Uh, I know there's a few chances in the first half, but Arsenal looked much more competitive in the second half. But let's consider where we, where Arsenal have come from last season. You know, they were not anywhere near beating any of the top clubs, I don't, don't think. So let's look at how far they've come and have this as kind of a re reality check. Look, you've only lost 1-0. A loss is a loss, but it wasn't like you got thumped 4-0, 5-0 or 3-0. You know, it was a competitive game. You know, it could have been a penalty at the end. There was, there was three chances. Saka had a decent chance. Bami had a decent chance. Pepe had a decent header from the cross from Aubameyang. Um, that, you know, it wasn't all one way. You know, they played, I thought they played well and they gave a good account of themselves. But let's not forget, City were the champions two years ago and came second last year. It was only because Liverpool blew everyone away so early um, that they came here. So I think it was disappointing loss. But also, it wasn't, it wasn't like... A, a four, it wasn't a huge defeat and it was yeah. still competitive, you know? I agree. I agree. It was not uh, a tragedy, you know, no. if you vote. Uh, of course, you know, um, because Arsenal started the season quite well this time, yeah. that is, uh, you know, among the fans and everyone at Arsenal, that is a, a quite high expectation that this is normal. Uh, especially compared to the last few seasons, they didn't have a good start. And, and um, but facing a, in a good team, um, and um, you always expect a, um, a good game, a hard game, uh, especially. And um, the first half, especially for for City, they 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 got the control of the game. But as you mentioned. Second half, Arsenal uh, fall back and uh, they got a good chance and create an opportunity to, to score the goals with Saka, Aubameyang. And um, but um, generally, we can say that you know this result, you know, is a 
was a fair game. You know? uh, first half, maybe for City, second half, Arsenal got a better opportunities and that could have been a penalty um, in the last, the last minutes, <laughs> last few minutes of the game. But uh, the referee's decision is uh, not always use the VR in some case. But um, a different conversation. VR is a di different conversation at the moment. But then, um, I have seen uh, the, the, the situation when Carl Walker lifts his, uh, his leg on Gabriel. Well, he didn't uh, just lift it, he jumped as well. Yeah, but honestly, I'm not really sure if it was a penalty. Of course, it's a point to discuss. It's a point for us to talk about in a controversial situation, we can say that. But I'm not really sure, honestly, if we can say that was penalty. It's a situation that, oh, this is a 100% penalty. We can give it a penalty. It was a minimal penalty. You can uh, do this. And mm. um, yeah, I, honestly, I, I, think don't, I, I don't really think it was uh, a situation to, to give a penalty. But I think. Well, I think if you. If Arsenal had conceded the penalty with something like that, you would be pissed off. But if you are Arsenal and, you, and you've got a penalty against the other team, you'll be happy that you kind of got a free, a free penalty. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like it was a, a blatant two-footed tackle or, or something obvious. You know, I think he, I think the important thing is that he didn't, he didn't connect. <laughs> Obviously, if he connected with, with Gabriel, he would have kicked his head off. I think the only bit that kind of made me think there was a penalty was that it, one, it was so high because he had his legs stretched up really high and then he jumped as well. But if that was in La Liga, that would have been a penalty all day long. I yeah. think. The point is not always... We have, the point like, is we're not in La Liga. <laughs> maybe other leagues as well. Yeah. yeah, all the other leagues except the Premier Yeah, but sometimes, you know, it's... Uh, it's quite hard for us, you know, from outside understand what's the referee's decision, uh, if it's correct or not, you know, that is always a, a point for us to talk about, to discuss whether he was right or wrong. And, um, but um, to be maybe, this, in this situation, Gabriel put his head properly and yeah. hold up. I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, say that with, and cheating the game. This is not the most way to do it. I thought you said um, shitting. You, meant, you said cheating. I thought you said shitting. Yeah, put his... <laughs> no, I, mean, I thought you said shitting. Mesh Paul Walker's feet. Yeah, but, is that what you would have done then? You would have properly yeah, get a penalty. Because, uh, of course, you have... Uh, in this, I think in this in the position he was, you always try to, to hit the ball and try to score with your head. You know, yeah. and he was, and um, you don't really expect that a player will jump high with his his feet or his foot on on your head, try to try to get the ball away. But right. uh, was a big risk for for Kawoka and to to do it, and luckily was was on a penalty, but could have been a penalty. You know, my opinion that. Not really sure because he touched the ball. Not didn't touch uh, from the position. I I don't know if he he did 
hundred percent. I'm not really sure if that's Gabriel's head. Yeah, I don't think he did. No, I don't think. He, I think that's what the one thing that saved him was that he just wasn't quite close to, close to him. But then there's intent. So who knows? Who knows how these referees think? Yeah, um, but um, um, yeah. Well, we can say that uh, despite the results, I, I, I believe you know it's. It was quite uh, it was a good game. I think uh, first half for City, second half for Arsenal. Maybe when you look at the stats, you know, it's less possession in, uh, in the whole game for, for Arsenal. But uh, this is sometimes not the, the main point. Well, we can against, say that. Yeah, against yeah. the Pep Guardiola team, you're always going to lose on possession. Yeah, it's not, it's not so easy. Not so it's, not, it's not surprising you lose possession, but on everything, everything, every other stat, if you look at it, they were pretty much even. Uh, corners, attacks. The only thing was that um, the pass completion was percentage was the same. The I think um, Man City had about two hundred more passes, but they play a lot more intricate type of football. Uh, so I thought it was a really competitive game. I think it could have gone either way. I think probably Arsenal probably had more of the clear cut chances. Mm-hmm. to score from apart from obviously uh, Sterling scoring I think there's three chances where they could they should have kind of done better Bama Yang Saka and Pepe's header I think they all could have they all could have were legitimately good chances to score uh, yeah. and I think they probably were better chances other than the goal that Man City scored yeah, I agree. and on another yeah. day you would have won 3-1 yeah this um, would sound perfectly for, for, for <laughs> But look, you are, look, if you'd started the season, if you'd have said you would be fifth after, was it five games, four games, five games, fifth after five games, you would have taken that, no? You would have said, yes, I'll have that. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the, this season, uh, you know, we have to consider the old, old scenario, you know, uh, with football. But um, uh, I believe that the, the players are behaving well, you know, due to the, the short break they have for holidays and to come back and play again a tough competition. And um, I think it's important, um, you know, especially for our theater, just pay attention to it for, for the season and uh, understand, you know, how fit the players are and uh, keep an eye on it. And, um, see the weather they, they are going to be fit to play the games and but I, I'm sure he, he'll pay attention to it and um, to avoid any any other problem because the weekend they have a, an important game again against Leicester Leicester doing well again yeah and, um, same points though you know everyone's saying Leicester's doing really well Arsenal on the same points both nine points aren't they after five games five games the fourth and fifth, yeah, and um, it'd be it'd be great to to see this this game and um, an important uh, game for us, a great opportunity for them to to recover from the last the last defeat. I think this is how you you have to lo- to to perceive the game when you lose a battle. We cannot change the result and just look forward for the next game and uh, improve. What Arsenal needs to do is this, improve for, for this game and um, work out from what went wrong 
let's say, for example, in the last game, maybe the goal we can we can touch the point. Maybe if Bellerin could not defend better in the situation when Phil Foden passed him and uh, hit the ball goal, say by Leno and then still score a goal. But if they consider that there's a, a gap for them to improve, let's prove, improve this um, for the next game against Leicester. Because uh, as we know, Jamie Vardy is going to be there. Smashing in goals. What, um, everyone in front yeah. of him. What do you think, when you were playing and you lost the game, did you want another game to come quickly so that you could kind of right the wrongs do you know what I mean so you, you can kind of prove yourself again or did you want to have a big, bigger break there's a lot of things were said um, about the international break for like the Liverpool players uh, and the Manchester United players having a too long a break before they play again how did you feel when you were playing did you want another game quicker sometimes it's good you have another game uh, quickly especially for example in the last game of Arsenal one year and then you want to play immediately sometimes when you have a very bad result. Sometimes it's, it's good to have a, a little bit more really? uh, to, uh, to digest the bad fit, you know? and because it's hard. And uh, this also is an emotional situation and um, a psychological uh, point you have to work out and understand why you have this bad fit. And uh, sometimes it's, uh, it were to have a few more days to play again and to correct things and to avoid the same mistakes. But um, it's also a, a big point you mentioned. It's very important for the big, big clubs or the clubs who has many international players. It's always hard for them when those players come back from international duties. Mm. It's always hard. And yeah. I play for Arsenal, traveling um, to Brazil and South America, always was hard not to come back and play, play immediately. Yeah. The good thing that Arsene always, you know, uh, uh, put somebody to play and uh, during the game, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour or the second half, I came to the game. But um, it's not every time you are lucky to do this kind of thing. You know, sometimes you need uh, your best players to play immediately. Yeah. Um, like the European players, for example, they travel short, yeah. and in many cases they are able to play. Mm-hmm. And that's um, a, a point you know have to to say that sometimes some of them are not full recovery um, with their muscles, or sometimes due to to injuries. This is uh, another problem for for the clubs to deal with. Yeah, so I mean, when you were playing for Arsenal and obviously Brazil, so were you flying from London to Brazil and then meeting up with the team and then flying somewhere within South America? So you, you were flying, traveling so much, you must have been exhausted, no? Yeah, that's quite hard. <laughs> no wonder you look so old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's quite hard for international players uh, to yeah. travel South America, especially because uh, it's very far. You know, I remember traveling from London to Rio de Janeiro, and then we stay four or five days in the camp in Rio de Janeiro, outside Rio de Janeiro. And then normally, uh, many, normally we 
most of the games we played away somewhere in yeah. South America. Then we have to travel to South America, play, and come back to Brazil to play the home game. And um, the next day, fly back to, to England. But it's so it's a long way, you know. It's like uh, traveling South America can take you six hours, seven hours, and plus uh, the time you have to wait in the airport. Now it's almost a day, and um, you have some time to, uh, you know. For example, when you play in Bolivia, that is a problem of altitude. Ecuador. Yeah. We played Fine. Brazil played Bolivia last week, didn't they? Yeah, but they played home. There's no okay. Yeah, not not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. but it must be really, it must be really exhausting for players then, no? So, is you have to if you're going to be a South American player playing in the Premier League, you need to have a, quite an understanding manager or coach that will allow you to have that time off. Otherwise, you're just going to burn out, no? Yeah, no, it's important. It's important. The marathon is 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 very. It's very complicated, but um, as a player, you want to play. This mm. is for, for it's hundred percent. Yeah, young and stupid, aren't you? Yeah, you, you <laughs> want to go to the national team. You want to play the games, you know, despite you know the traveling. And um, I was lucky, you know, most of of this traveling, especially Europe to Brazil, and uh, traveling in a business class, and then you can sleep properly. Not sure. If you are not in the business class, it is another trouble. Special for me, you know, long legs. I'm quite tall, aren't you? <laughs> Would not be good. But, That's probably um, why you got a bad knee. That's why your knee was bad, because you had shit air, cheap, cheap seats on the plane. <laughs> I don't know this this kind of situation. I bought, you know, when the clubs like Arsenal, they they got now Manchester United, City, Liverpool. Having the international plays and play for mm. their country is always a big, you know, a discussion regarding the, the how they return to the clubs, you know, fit or not. Yeah. And it's for the clubs to understand, you know, the, the manager especially to understand, and the player, be honest, you know, if he's not able uh, to play, he's not enough, he's, he's too tired. It's normal to say and um, to avoid a, a major injury. Yeah. And, um, but another thing I want to say is that it was, um, was quite short for us, no? uh, but uh, very important, I, I guess, to have party on the field, even mm. quite short. You know? How did he look? Was, was good from our theater to give him a few minutes. Uh, on the field, the last game. Maybe it's not the best way. Now for loss, but, but it's not like Bale. It's not like Gareth Bale who came on. He was team was winning three 0 He came on. They lost. They drew three all. It's not a great substitution, is it? <laughs> I'm gonna fill you with confidence. Maybe he can uh, he can be a player to to future in the next next game against um, Leicester. Yeah. Well, you've seen, you've been singing his praise and the Arsenal fans in all of the comments on your social media when we do a live Instagram live, it's always said, what do you think about Partey? What do you think about Partey? Do you think we should sign Partey? I mean, it, he's, um, it looks like he's, he's going to be a great addition to the team. Yeah, it looks like. Um, I'm really looking forward to see he's starting the game and um, improve Arsenal's performance in, in the middle of the park. I believe this is the kind of play Arsenal needed for quite a long time. Mm. And 
Yeah, been so I've been speaking about this position for quite a long time. People mm. have asked me plenty of times about it. I have said the same. And um, let's be positive. I'm really positive and looking forward for for Pate to to fill this gap and give Arsenal what they really need on the strengths yeah. and um, the protection because he's a kind, a kind of a player who really understands how to play in this position. Mm. You must understand, must understand what is your job. Um, you are most of the time not recognized by people. But this is a good way to, to give the stability and uh, not be noticed. But uh, that when you see the, the results, people start talking about the stability you gave to um to the team uh by the way you you play i think this is uh a position arsenal you know they 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 were struggling they had torreira he had a very impressive uh start and then a few changes was made uh, even in the way he he was playing from the beginning and um now they did party with party i believe arsenal got a strong body in this position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, well, he's going to have a big game on Saturday. Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night? Sunday night, isn't it? He's going to have a big game on Sunday um, against uh, Jamie Vardy. He's going to try and him help the defensive team, the defensive unit, not let Vardy in and score too many goals because he's banging them in at the moment, isn't he? Unless we're looking good. Yeah. Um, let's hope and uh, see Arsenal. Uh, how they are going to behave, and um, I don't have any clue who will be on the, at the back. <laughs> no, no. Well, Holding was injured, wasn't he? Holding was injured in the warm up last last week. He did his hamstring in the warm up. That's why he didn't start. That's why David Lavin Louise was supposed to be on the bench. Mm -hmm. So, see how yeah. he is. Oh, we. Uh, so, before we do the prediction, oh yeah, let's do the prediction next. So, so what's your prediction for Arsenal versus Leicester? Uh, my prediction is. Two new Arsenal. Two new Arsenal. Three one. Uh, three, three one. Three one. Three one. Yeah. I'll go. I'm going to go two 0 Leicester. Just to make some friends with all the listeners. <laughs> I can't go on the same side. I can't go on the same side as you, can I? Yeah. Someone's got their WhatsApp on. Me. Uh, it's a fine. Got a fine coming. Um, then. Um, also, we need to do Arsenal Player of the Week. This is yeah. Side, isn't it? So, who 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 do you, who's on the shortlist? I who's on your shortlist? I've got Saka, Tierney, and Aubameyang. Who do you reckon? You have good good eyes. <laughs> but uh, I'll say Saka. Yeah, I think Saka was um, Player of the Week. Cool. For me. Nice. Good. So, congratulations, Saka. Gibraltar <laughs> Silver Player of the Week. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, okay, mate. Yeah, good energy in the last game. Let's yeah, be been... strong again against yeah. Leicester. Let's see. Yeah. So, we've covered Arsenal. We also need to talk about that Pickford tackle on Van Dyke. You know, so, we spoke about it just before we started filming. And you, what, four or five weeks ago had knee surgery? You've not been able to watch it yet. Um, no, after you've had knee surgery, <laughs> you can't watch. You can't, if you've got a bad knee or you've had surgery on your knee, that's not the sort of tackle you need to see, is it? 
No, I just, um, I missed the game. I didn't watch the game. But uh, I've seen a few pictures uh, on social media. When I look before he got um, hit by Bigfoot, well, I was terrified by, by the way, because when you see the picture, you know, it looks very bad. And um, that's your WhatsApp, not mine. I've turned mine off. That's your WhatsApp. It's <laughs> a so fine, five pounds fine for Gilberto Silva leaving his WhatsApp on during a podcast. Let's see. <laughs> I, I get the blame, sorry. And um, but when you see the the picture, you know, it's, it's very very bad. You know? it's, it's not nice when you see the image. And um, but um, look, I could have been much much worse. Um, the moment he got hit by Bigford and Van Dyke, seems like uh, his uh, his foot. It's like backwards, yeah. But uh, was was very bad. Very it could bad. have been horrific. It could have been absolutely horrific. Um, mm. So obviously you couldn't, you didn't watch it. But yeah, basically he was standing here like this, and Pippa came in, and his both his legs wrapped around him. He kind of caught his waist right on his knee, and like you said, if his legs weren't, if his feet weren't in the ground, if his stub wasn't, if he didn't slip, his leg go backward. It could have been even worse, man. It could have been awful. Um, and you could actually see, I've seen it in slow-mo, and you could see Van Dyke's face as he saw him coming in and was going, oh, fuck, this is going to be problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you see this, this kind of tackling, it's, it's very bad. You know? Both legs, he jumped on it, you know, he could not get a chance to, to get a ball. It reminds me of a very bad tackling on Eduardo da Silva against um, Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Robbie Savage? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't remember now who was the defender, but I was on the bench on that day, and um, Eduardo got a, a very terrible injury. Was he like he could have lost his? Did it snap his leg? Did it snap the bone in his leg? Didn't it? Yeah, he I remember watching that on TV. Was you know just talk about it? You know, all the images came on onto my mind, and um, did you see it live then? Did you actually see it? Not on the field, outside the field, on the bench. I see all the images. You know, he was running the ball when uh, the ball just get away from him a little bit. In the moment he he put his leg to touch the ball, the defender hit him. Oh. But uh, unluckily, he his foot was blocked and got him in this moment. Yeah. yeah, all of his weight yeah. was going forward as well. You see, you know, the, his foot, you know, broke away right in the air, you know, very... <laughs> I can see on the face, it's terrible. Don't look but, on it, man, because if you see, you're, you, you, you uh, won't stand. Well, um, so when your teammate does have an injury like that, what do you do? Do you just kind of give him a hug and pat on the shoulder and... Let, or just let them, what do you do? You know, if you saw your teammate having that sort of injury, do you go and punch the guy in the face that did the tackle? It's, it's tough, you know, <laughs> um, I, because in the position, I, I don't see the intention of, uh, of kicking the, the guy in very badly on that way. He was, but unfortunately, it uh, was a bad injury. 
But yeah. uh, what can you do? You can have to talk with the other player. And um, we maybe in some, some situation, um, we, I believe that uh, the players could be more, how can I say? Responsible? Change uh, the, the, um, the way they go to take the ball from, from the opponent. Because when you jump, you are in, in the air, you can't stop yourself. No. It's always uh, a possibility to, to hurt the other guy. And um, this is the problem. Even though you try to get the ball, but there is a chance. Well, Pickford didn't try to get the ball at all, did he? The silver. I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, I cannot say that the guy tried to hit him or stop him, but uh, he unluckily uh, hit him and uh, he had a, a terrible injury. Could end up his career. And um, but um, in this situation, uh, the one uh, interesting thing happened to me because I was on the on the bench. Eduardo did not speak the language, and uh, I remember Gary Lewis uh, called me uh, to to help him uh, to uh, translate what the the procedure they were going to use to put him on the stretch and take him away from the field. And I was there, you know. But when I see, turn it up. Oh, yeah, it was tough when I see there his his. But then I was there on the field, you know, and helping him somehow. And, um, you know, there's not much to say after the situation. But it was, was very tough, very tough to, to be there on this day. Yeah. Well, yeah, on that note... Let's yeah. hope that Van Dyke recover fast and come back strong. And this is what we, we want from all the football players, you know, not have uh, these bad injuries, sometimes happen for some reason, sometimes, but uh, hope everyone learns from it. And um, another another bad tack on this game was from Richard. I'm going to eat my dinner soon, mate. Stop doing all these disgusting tackles, I've got to try and eat some food soon. Yeah, after after this, we have to refresh my <laughs> song. Go on, what's the tackle gone? Yeah, it was a bad tackle. He got a uh, well-deserved red card. No, you're going to give another example of another injury. That's the other injury. No, I just say about uh, Richarlison. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, on Thiago. Uh, in this game, Everton, where Van Dyke was injured, you know, this bad, bad tackle. And then there was Richarlison. But um, he, he took the blame and he apologised from for his team, uh, of his his team, of well, being sent off, apologize, make apologize. I don't for, think he did, mate. I don't think he what? did. I think he's. I don't think he apologized. I think he just said it was it's, it's football. I think he don't think he apologized. I think he said. I read something on his social media. No, he, okay. So he he posted on Instagram saying this is just a part. This is just a tackle. It's just football. Don't everyone get so worked up about it? And then he deleted it and then posted that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was him properly, but maybe it was the admin. Yeah. The one or the second, but uh, the fact is, you know, and um, when you hit uh, somebody, but because it was a very bad injury, you know, it's, uh, I don't know how Thiago is. Hope he's all right. 
but uh, he couldn't have broke his leg. I think and it was just a knock. Yeah, I think it was just a knock on Thiago, uh, rather than anything like soft tissue. I think he just got a big bruise. I think. Yeah, it's not so bad. This, but it still uh, fucking hurt though. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it was quite a bad tackle. We could have snapped uh, leg, man. Was alright, you know. And, uh, but for Richardson to learn, normally <laughs> the strange things about strikers, because they all the time they got mocked by centre backs, they kick them. But when the first thing they they try to do something, they always get. They should stop doing this because they don't know how to do it. No, but leave the tackling to the real men. What um who was <laughs> who was who was the worst? So all that you obviously played with a lot of attackers that were amazing going forward: Thierry Henry, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, um, all these type of players. Who was the worst best player? Who was tack? Who was, who was the tackler? Who was the worst tackle? Let me start again. Fucking hell. Who was the footballer who was the worst tackler out of all the, like, the amazing players? None of them didn't know how to do this because no. <laughs> their focus is, is about to, to score goals, you know, to right. dribble the opponents and try to find somebody to give the pass. But I think Ronaldo. Really? Um, nice. Was, <laughs> he didn't really care either. Maurice. He was clever. Yeah, I know Yeah, he, he was clever. He could use because he was he, he was very strong. Yeah. He's strong, you know, and uh, he used his body quite yeah. quite well. Ronaldinho is smart as well, but Ronaldo didn't know because all the time, you know, the guys keep him. But yeah. every time when they try to hit back, they become too obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it's very easy for the referee to to see and put them. What was Dennis Bergkamp like at tackling? Because he was quite, he had that, uh, like, the very devil smart. in him, where he, he would, like, put an elbow or stamp on a foot. He was very smart. He got, he got kicked many, many times, but he, he really knew how to give it back. <laughs> yeah. The right time. You want me to do but, it now with VAR? I don't know if it would be easy for VR to to cut him. <laughs> Not really uh, sneaky. Um, but nowadays <laughs> with VR, um, you know, they stop every time. Sometimes it's too much. I have seen a few problems here in Brazil where the referees are stopping the game and take so long to make that decision. Um, in England, also, there's a, a lot of controversy situation where the they are have been used and the time of uh, how they are using it you know has been so long but i hope they work out on it you know uh, not only rely on var take that decision the referee the linemen and rely on the job they do they do and sometimes when they use var too much it, honestly it's killing the game it's killing the path of the game it's, yeah uh, it's a bit the get no, I think the, the goal line technology has worked really well because the referee just gets things saying goal, no goal because it's it's either in or it's not. It's it's very simple. I think I don't think VAR. I think they can brought VAR in too early. I don't think the technology is there because they still rely on a human to draw a line of where the defenders 
where the most part of his body is, and the attackers. So they're relying on a human to move that the cursor around so that line is in the spot. And that the Liverpool um, Mane was not offside, I don't think. And because they can see the line is nowhere near Mane's elbow, which is part of the point of reference that they're measuring from. Um, mm -hmm. I just thought they need to have it so that the system understands, can work it out, rather than a human moving the line over to where he thinks is the last spot. That's the, that's the problem we have. Human error is causing this. They need to have it wait until the, the technology is at a place where you just go, was this upside? The computer goes, yeah, it was. Well, no, it wasn't. Yeah, but the, the, if um, the, the human errors are causing the problems, why not the referees take the, the responsibilities? Yeah. Because they are in charge, the referees and the linesmen, and then you have somebody inside the room, they cannot feel the game. You know, it's very cold situation, then they are take the most of the decision. Yeah, and or, or the other way they have in some some clubs with uh, some situation. I don't know. Maybe in the near future, FIFA must work out the rules of VAR. The weather, what is really the uh, scent of? You know, sometimes we see a little finger up front yeah. line, and there is you know. And then you have like. Uh, Somebody inside and put the, the technology, use the line, and just saw oh, the finger of the player is that's allowed I think it should be so. Like, if they're going to get the decision, they should have a referee on the pitch, but then the referee watching in the camera going rather than the, the referee on the pitch having to go and look at it or anything, the guy can just go, All oh, right, that was a free kick, bring it back. So, there's no the game isn't slowed down at all. They've got a guy that's looking at it from the, on top. Or they have, and the rule from the from the for the offside should be, only a part of the body that you can can score a goal with can be offside. Because if your hand's over, you can't score a goal with your hand, so it doesn't count. If your foot is absolutely, you can score a goal with your foot or your head, fine. But having your arm out, sorry, camera's in the way. Having your arm out, what the fuck does that mean? You can't score a goal with your hand. Is it relevant? Exactly. Anyway, unless if you are Maradona. I was just about to say, unless you're fucking Diego Maradona playing against England. <laughs> nice one, mate. Oh, fantastic. I think we cover good points here. And I hope Arsenal uh, have a, a fantastic weekend and uh, follow the, the last defeat and put away all the frustration, come back stronger. And uh, honestly, I'm looking forward to see Partey. Um, if you have more minutes in the next game, because it will be a hard game. Leicester is doing well again at the start of the season. And um, let's see, look forward for, for this game. And uh, good luck, Arsenal. Come on. Yeah, they start your April on Thursday, don't they? Your April League on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday, they play they, Europa League. Rapid Vienna? Uh, rapid Vienna. Wien, not Vienna, Wien from Austria. Because yeah. uh, here, here in Brazil, we, we spell every word, you know, we say Vienna. <laughs> and yeah, cool, uh, well, honestly, for me, it would be much, much better talking about um, international competition, about Arsenal being the Champions League. That'll be Arsenal. next season, mate. Please open the next season, they, they are going to be there. But uh, good luck for them, the start of uh, the competition, because 
you know um, there is a, a chance if they win the, the competition to be uh, playing the Champions League despite the results of the results of uh, the Premier League this season and I uh, hope they, they do well because um, it's not Champions League but it's a difficult competition as well it's not so easy as people yeah. think and good luck for, for them I don't know much about Rapid Vienna no, neither do I work out on it for the next show nice do some research <laughs> cool man Great, my friend. Thank you to, uh, to, to be again. See you soon. All the best. Cheers, mate. And if you're watching, if you're listening to this on the podcast, don't forget we have a YouTube channel. So the uh, Gilberto Silver Invisible Wall YouTube channel where you can watch us talking about football and Arsenal and these other things. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a podcast. So go to uh, whichever way you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify uh, or Apple or Google. Um, go and have a listen. And also some big news that there'll be some Gilberto Silva merchandise coming out in his own store very soon. So keep your eye on that. I've got a hat here, but I'm not allowed to show it. But I'll give you a sneak preview. There it is. Um, (laughs) There's some big things coming soon. You can show it. No, not yet. Not yet. Too early. (laughs) I can't show it before you have it. You've got to show it before I do. (laughs) All right, mate. All the best. Catch you later, man.